0: To always get the latest game tea, don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us at Twitter at GameTeaPodcastX. You can find us on Facebook at The Game Tea Podcast, and you can find us on Instagram at The Game Tea Podcast. We post frequently, giving you podcast updates, posting gaming news, and the occasional meme. Check them out after the show, and thank you so much for listening to the Game Tea Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Game T Podcast. My name is JP. I'm Zach. And I'm Zar. All right, fellas. It is good to have
1: you back. How was vacation? How was your time off? What'd y'all do? Well, I went to Florida and I hopefully did not get Corona. I get tested on Thursday.
0: Yay! Yay. Hooray for tests. Fingers crossed.
1: <laughs> Got a tan. Woohoo! Yeah! What about you guys? What'd you guys do? Got a puppy. Zarr so got a puppy. Yeah, So cute. What's his name? Well, her name is Colby. I'm a bad listener. she
2: is adorable. <laughs> she is a golden doodle.
1: Maybe uh, some of our Patreon guys can get pics later? Hmm? <laughs> we could upload pics to the
2: social media.
0: If you want to go support Colby's OnlyFans account, here's the link. <laughs> <way. laughs> <laughs> now that's how you make money on OnlyFans. <laughs> Well, fellas, I'm glad you had a good fourth. I'm glad everybody had a good break. I'm glad everybody's toes and fingers and everything. JP, what did you do? Yay. I'll tell you what I did. I coordinated my thoughts on The Last of Us Part 2 so I could finally put that whole chapter to bed. And Zara and I had a very good episode about it. And then I cried. So now that it's all said and done, you got that all off your chest. Is it a game of the year game still? I think it's up in the air. We're going to have to see how Ghost of Tsushima does, which we're going to talk about later today um, on this episode of the podcast, because... I genuinely didn't know if there was a lot of contenders for Game of the Year up to this point, which would have made The Last of Us Part Two win by default anyway. But I don't know. According to what we're talking about on the podcast today, there might be a few up-and-comers. You already forgot about Final
1: Fantasy VII.
0: I did not forget about Final Fantasy VII. I just don't know if it'd be able to beat The Last of Us. But I digress. I digress <laughs> because we've got stuff we got to talk about. It is our job, our duty, our obligation. What
1: the... What is in their game tea for today, Zar? Well, today
2: on the docket, we have PlayStation 5 rumors. Far Cry 6 was announced on Ubisoft's Forward. And then we have Ghost of Shush- Ghosts of Tsushima...
1: Ghosts of Tsushima.
2: Ghosts of Tsushima. That is too many S's. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read, remember? You're the reader, Go- JP. <laughs> so I can't read. Finally, we are talking about Valorant skins. Then we will close out the episode by talking about the upcoming game releases. All right. So what do you say we dive into this, boys? I'm ready to sip on some tea. JP, you want to sip on some tea? I want to sip on some tea. I like tea. Only as long as it's the game variety.
0: (sighs) All right. So I want dibs on this first guy because I think it
2: belongs to me. Well, it's poison to Zach and I, so.
1: Yeah, I I don't even know why I put it in here, so. Yeah, go for it. It's not even that cool. Isn't that naughty?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Screw you guys. (laughs) All right. The first thing we're talking about today is a little bit of the PlayStation 5 rumors. Now speculation, hype, everything has been spreading like wildfire ever since that amazing state of play that PlayStation put out. One of the biggest questions that we've had is just, Essentially, anything having to do with the PlayStation 5, you know, what's the pricing going to be on the console itself? The You know, extra controllers, all this extra stuff that they're offering. Well, I think we finally got some answers to that. Uh, This first article we're going over, PlayStation 5 pre-order pages for the console games and accessories are up on Amazon in Australia. This is by... Why do I always get the names? Again with the names. Dijon <laughs> Kakarov? Kakarot? <What>? Dijon Kakarot?
2: <laughs> Kakarot? carrot cake.
0: That's Dijon
1: Kakarov.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not cultured.
2: <laughs> so this
0: article dives into some of the things that we got off of that. Essentially, we... Essentially, Amazon started featuring some of the PlayStation 5 developments, you know, kind of as advertising purposes. Um, you can't currently pre order it, but some of the information that we were looking for has been up. And some of it's rumors, some of it's been confirmed, but let's go through a few of the things. OK, so the rumored pricing we had before any of these leaks came out, just the general consensus amongst people of what they thought the console was going to be was five hundred ninety nine dollars for the digital edition and six hundred ninety nine for the edition with the disc tray. I think that is way higher than I w- what I would have predicted it was going to be. So Amazon is suggesting that the digital edition of the console is going to be at three hundred and ninety nine dollars and the standard edition of the console is going to be four hundred and ninety nine dollars. That's going to be the one with the disc tray. I'm not going to lie. That's pretty close to what we predicted. The PlayStation was probably going to be at.
1: Are you guys surprised by that? No, not at all. And um, yeah, I just uh, this is kind of what we already speculated on. I can't remember what episode it was. It feels like forever ago. But yeah, that's kind of what we guesstimated. So uh I gotta have to brush my shoulders off right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I'd be really surprised. I mean, I know people have been talking and speculating themselves about, you know, the lower edition being five ninety nine and the disc tray being six ninety nine, but I don't think PlayStation's gonna sell any consoles if that is the price. And I feel like we are a lot more on the money than people have been thinking. Yeah,
1: $699, holy shit. I mean, other than the nice, you know what I mean? But like, oh, that's too much money.
0: So the reason why I think it was absurd that anyone would think that PlayStation 5 was going for $599 or $699 depending on the console, let's just use that max number as our example here the max you'd be paying $700 for the PlayStation 5, according to some people's rumors. Here's why that's ridiculous. PlayStation learned its lesson with the PlayStation 3, okay? One of the reasons why it was considered a flop more towards the beginning of the console's lifespan definitely had something to do with the fact that the PlayStation 3 was at like seven, you know, six to $700 for its standard edition and the Xbox 360 was doing theirs for $399. So if we're all just trying to get ahead of the game by learning from our past mistakes here, PlayStation would have been shooting themselves in the foot by offering their console for that much money. So I think what Amazon is suggesting here with their quote unquote leaked prices is way more along the lines of what we're probably gonna end up seeing. You know, in my opinion, that's a solid price. If Amazon's right, and we were seeing the standard edition with the disc tray for $499 and the digital edition for $399. That is definitely a solid price for the kind of hardware you're getting in the PlayStation. I mean, hell, if you really wanted that disc tray, in my opinion, $100 is kinda not really worth the price difference, but I've already admitted that I'm a guy that I think that collection should be more about the console rather than the game. So I wanted to hear from you guys who actually proudly display your games, if you were to pick up the PlayStation 5, would you actually put in the money for the disc
2: tray? Me personally, I would not. Um, I'm going to keep my game collection more towards, like, Xbox games, and I don't have really the extra room (laughs) upon stacks upon stacks of games. Yeah, you really don't. (laughs) The digital edition would be perfect for me, for somebody who's not a huge PlayStation fan, but an overall fan of games and, PlayStation has a hell of a lot of good exclusives that I really want to try. So I would be more down to pick up the uh, digital edition.
0: That's a hot take. Zach, what do you think? I'm really interested to hear your opinion because you're constantly like trading and selling games. Like that's a part of how you keep like staying ahead of the curve by getting games. So what do you think?
1: Yeah, I'm probably going to start just going digital just because I don't know. Something about especially on my switch, man, just going from like. Game to game, it's just so awesome. It's nice. Awesome. It just feels so like futuristic, man. It's like, oh, hey, I'm playing Odyssey. Now I'm playing Breath of the Wild. Oh, here's some Witcher. Why not, you know? So yeah, I'm going to be doing digital for sure. And then the kind of, my next question, JP, is a disk drive normally $100? Uh,
0: I mean, the disk drive itself, it's hard to say. I mean, one thing there that they, you have to account for the different kind of manufacturing that goes into a PlayStation console when you want to include the disk drive, like how you have to, you know, make the shell of the PlayStation a little differently and. You know, the disk drive itself, is it worth a $100 to do that? Like literally, is the disk drive worth about a $100? Yeah, I'd say so for overall manufacturing uh,
2: price of the equipment and, you know, just the engineering involved. When well, it's not it's not just the disk tray itself, because you have to have the disk reading software, all of the lasers that that examine the disk and spin the disk. There's a lot of extra hardware that goes into putting CDs or discs into game consoles.
0: Right. It's at that point now where so many people are doing digital editions of their games now anyway. It's like, is it really worth it to most people anymore doing the $100 for the disc drive? I think that the reason why they're offering two different kinds of consoles is just to kind of wean people off of using discs from here on out. You watch. I'm putting money down right now because there's never just one edition of, you know, a console in the console generation. Like the Xbox 360 is the perfect example that got like four redesigns in its lifetime. Oh, yeah. I'm guaranteeing the PlayStation five is probably going to be the same way, except Uh, like in the second or third version we see, they're probably not even going to bother including a console with a disc tray at all. Because I'm listening to the two of you who, you know, I know I have my thoughts and feelings on how I feel about game collections involving games. I don't care, but I know you two really do. So to see two people who actually really care about, you know, displaying their game collections proudly say, you know, honestly, I think it's time to kind of give it up and go with the digital edition for good. That tells me all I need to know, honestly. We're turning into
1: robots. We're 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 going to the future.
0: (laughs) You better be nice. When the robots rise up, they're going to remember everything you've ever done to them. You better be careful.
1: Not my internet history. (laughs) I baby the shit out of my electronics, so they better baby me back.
0: Oh, yeah, the three of us are safe. It's going to be totally like that episode <laughs> of Rick and Morty where the dogs take over. <laughs> where are my testicles? The testicles, summer? <laughs>
1: summer? <laughs> oh, man. So, that's good stuff.
0: That's really interesting. That's all fun and good. I love that we're getting rumors. Apparently, a rumor within a rumor is that we're going to get a true rumor price reveal on July 13th. Is that
1: true? It's a rumor, JP. You can ask if a rumor's true. A, it's a rumor. <laughs> we have a rumor inside of a rumor, guys. We got rumorception in this in this thing. Ooh. You
0: know what? That's the that's the hard thing about talking about rumors is it's all just speculation and fun. Let's talk about something that's actually physical. Czar, I think you really wanted to talk about Far Cry 6. Are you ready?
2: Oh, I am so excited. We finally got a cinematic trailer release for Far Cry 6.
1: Who's crying? Oh, my
2: God. (laughs) (laughs) It stars as the main antagonist. Juan Carlo Esposito. And I hope I got that name right because I'm a huge fan of his work. Many of you out there will know him as Gus Fring from the TV show Breaking Bad. No way. And he plays the warlord. Oh, that is so cool. Oh, it was it was haunting watching this trailer and listening to Gus. I shouldn't call him Gus because that's just a persona he plays. Juan Carlo, explain the nature of his country and what it means to be El Presidente. Oh, my
0: God. It's So the trailer released uh, just a couple days ago on July 12th. And just from what we see, first of all, these are some of the most amazing graphics
2: I've ever seen in a game. Are you guys seeing this? Oh yeah, it is incredibly realistic looking. And it was released um, as of Ubisoft's official, first annual official um, web seminar called Ubisoft's Forward. And they also said that there is going to be another one soon to explain more of the game. So we might see some more Far Cry in the near future.
1: I would like to add, you know, not to be the Debbie Downer here, but maybe this is just a CGI trailer and not so much just a uh, actual, like actual game footage. If it is, that's awesome. If it's not, eh, we've seen this stuff before where they have this really cool trailer, but when you play the game, it's something totally different. It's
2: possible, but it, just going off of Far Cry's history of release trailers. their their release trailers were very close to the game engine, not a hundred percent. And obviously they were a little bit more polished, but when you actually play Far Cry, it's a lot like uh, Breath of the Wild and those other cinematic games where they're not really cutscenes. And you can still look around and the environment is still moving around you.
0: And plus a part of um, a part of what's so great about using real actors in video games now is, I mean, they're essentially starting to use the same technology to make these games that they do like, you know, big cinematic movies. So I see the point you're trying to make, Zach, but I also wouldn't be surprised if most of the gameplay actually looks pretty on par with what we're seeing in this new trailer. And even if it's not, I have no doubt that it's going to be just another glorious, gorgeous-looking game.
1: Absolutely, I just, I just don't feel the thing. It's going you know, to necessarily just like this, just based off precedent that other video games have said. Just playing some devil's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, there's
2: no need to get anybody's hopes up. But let's say we actually uh, dive in and detail what the trailer had to talk about, shall we? Can't wait. Let's talk about it. So. Trailer opens, cut to a teenage boy building a model of a vintage classic car. All of a sudden, uh, the main warlord, El Presidente, walks in and tells apparently his son that the car is beautiful and then hands him a grenade and pulls the pin. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, here, let me teach you about life. And the son's just like, the fuck did you just do dad i'm gonna die
1: he told him the four parts he let him know that it's totally fine absolutely (laughs) you just gotta hold it for dear life that's all
2: he he used this grenade as a comparison and explained that once you pull the pin the pin is the only thing holding the lever in place once you remove your hand from the lever it goes boom naturally and then he walks out of the room and tells his son diego to follow him where he talks about his country and I won't go too much into that because you guys should listen and watch for yourself because it is beautiful. I will post it on the Twitter later or
0: else remember throw punches for JP. Or else. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't gotten one
1: yet.
2: (laughs) Not my throat. (laughs) And so continuing, they come to a ledge on top of the uh, building that they were in and The father, El Presidente, turns to his son and says, this is what your country is. And it just cuts to chaos in the streets. There's rioting, looting. People are throwing Molotov cocktails at the people who are in SWAT gear. And it's just full on revolution. And then the president turns to his son again and says, now, just like that grenade, our country is built of two, uh, is built the same way, but only two important parts. There is them out there in the streets and you who has to hold a tight grasp. And then he he says something really haunting that's now, are you evil? Are you a monster? And then that's the trailer. It's so beautiful. And there are so many hidden Easter eggs that I am just waiting to dive in to with that.
0: I want to talk about the Easter eggs last because I, th- I saw a couple, too, and I can't wait to hear what you said. I just want to, like, kind of echo some of of your sentiments about the game. Holy crap. I mean, the only thing that can push beyond the graphics is the narrative, and this looks like it's going to be a crazy good game. Just on a story standpoint, too. I can't wait to see where this is going to
2: go. Oh, yeah. Based on Far Cry's history, they have hit a lot of controversial issues based solely around war crimes. I mean... They had kidnapping and ransoming from Far Cry 3. They had an all-out genocide, essentially, in Far Cry 4. And then in Far Cry 5, they had an entire cult that was on American soil and kicked the rest of the government out. So I can't even imagine what is going to happen in this uh, fabricated country called Yara, which Allegedly, is supposed to represent
1: Cuba. Hmm. Awesome! So that kind of leads into my next point. I have no experience with Far Cry, guys. What are what are your guys' experience? Like, what what Far Cry games have you guys played? Have you guys played Far Cry? All of them. None of them. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. You, you've got this, Zar, you, you do know what you're talking about. Me and JP, we're kind of noobs. And, uh, I kind of had Zar prep for this. Zar, can you kind of explain Far Cry?
2: Oh, this game is, is incredible. It has been revolutionary. Th- okay. So as far as gameplay goes, think GTA mixed with Just Cause. Ooh. But they introduce several revolutionary ideas in video games. For example, Far Cry 2 on the Xbox original in the early 2000s. You contract malaria early in the game. And for the rest of the game, you have to take care of yourself. Because if you're not careful and you don't watch your malaria symptoms, you die. And there's nothing you can do about it. That's a big oof. Yeah. Yeah. And between zip lining, paragliding, flying jury-rigged helicopters that look like they wouldn't support a goat's weight. <laughs> How have I not played this game? <laughs> these, these games are incredible. I mean, as for me, I am a huge collector in open world games and there are hundreds of like five collectibles of each in each game.
0: That is that is amazing. Um, a question I have, because this has piqued my interest very much. Do I have to have played the other five Far Cry's to be able to enjoy Far Cry 6 or any other Far Cry for that matter?
2: No, not even a little bit. None of them are connected at all. They just like to highlight war crimes and try to have the hero stop it without becoming the bad guy himself because there are a couple choices
0: (laughs) that sounds cool and the last question i have before you can dive into some of your easter eggs let's say i did want to get into far cry where do you think the best place would be to start as far as like best story and plus accessibility of the current game
2: what what should i go for far cry three it is hands down to date the fans' favorite Far Cry game ever, and actually my favorite Far Cry game ever too. Um, I would, I definitely would not start with two or lower because in two you don't get a map, the directions are just god awful, and then there's the whole malaria bitch riding right your back. <laughs> so yeah, start with Far Cry three and work your way up. They are all masterpieces. After that,
0: all right, Zach, what do you think? Does you think this sounds awesome or what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Zach's seal of
2: approval. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah, that really is. All right. uh, Tell us about some of the Easter eggs you saw.
2: Okay, so I noticed something right away. Whenever I watch a Far Cry trailer and this first Easter egg, you always see the main protagonist. You see the hero who you are going to play. I didn't see him in this game or in this trailer until I took a closer look. Okay. You see, the entire trailer was focused around El Presidente and Diego, his son. But the person in the street with the bandana first over his mask, but then the person kneeling with his hands behind his head towards the end of the trailer. Yeah. That is who you play. His name is Danny Rojas. Very cool, very cool. That was confirmed from a user, uh, Tumari on reset era Hmm. Um, i I recommend that people don't go to this website because everything i found on it says that it's very sketchy and you need ad block but that is what was confirmed from it (laughs) wow very very cool so yeah super subtle and it's really funny how they did the trailer because it makes that person look like the bad guy you start the game looking like the bad guy Hmm. which is entirely 180 degrees from what all the other trailers have done. Now, the second and quite possibly the most east- interesting Easter egg that has been noted from this trailer. And when I told you earlier, JP, that none of these games are connected. Yeah. That may not be true. This game may be a prequel to Far Cry 3. What? There is a lot of speculation out there and a lot of photo comparisons and a lot of people are, are claiming that Diego is a young boss. That Diego will later become the warlord who terrorizes you in Far Cry 3. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. And is there actual substance to
2: that e- Easter egg? There is a little bit of substance um, based off of what El Presidente says to diego and how are you evil are you a monster voss says that exact same line to the main character in far cry 3. wow and the uh a lot of people are speculating about the scar that is above diego's eyebrow mm-hmm. I, did, I did a lot of comparison the scar isn't always on the same side as pictures of boss but it is very similar, and in some pictures, it is on the same eye, and so a lot of people think that that cut is indicative of Voss, the warlord. Oh, this is so cool! How have I not played one of these games before? I have no idea. These games are phenomenal. You will waste over 150 hours easily.
0: Now, Zach, realistically, what do you think? Is this your kind of game? Might this be a PlayStation title for you, buddy? Huh? huh?
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> you said playstation i don't like those words oh for god's sakes well it's not coming to the switch <laughs> well have i told you about my brand new gaming pc jp it will be on pc oh
0: no i would love to hear about your gaming pc and then
1: i can tell you about my gaming pc oh my gosh jp you want to talk pcs Oh yeah, PC, Czar, wait, oh. J- JP, what's why your is it a box
2: right next to me? <laughs> I'm waiting on the guts.
0: Yeah, you just have the box. All right, we have one more week before Czar can officially start making Have You Heard My PC jokes. So we've got we've to gotta really take advantage September of this game while we can. On, right? Oh yeah,
2: oh, oh yeah. <laughs> okay, just as one little final closure thing to that last Easter egg, and that is my piece on this game. I personally don't think that Diego will become Voss simply because of the technology that was available in both games. At the beginning of this trailer, Diego is listening to a smartphone, and that is well before when Far Cry 3 came out. And I feel like, especially with their spinoffs that they've done, that it would be a lot more futuristic. But I could see how they're kind of trying to tie ends together so who knows
0: who knows where that will go i mean are the games better as one-offs or like are people going to be excited that they're trying to connect the worlds a little bit we'll just have to see how well they implement it jp
1: and i definitely don't know so (laughs) let's make like jp and i's ssds and load on to the next one am i right jp you're right buddy (laughs) oh pc punch (laughs) all right uh uh, our next one is uh, Ghost of Tsushima, and uh, so Zar can't do this one, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't. I can't say it. It says PlayStation too much for me. JP, do you want to do this one too? You guys, all <laughs> right, fine. but i need to go wash my mouth real quick. I'll be right back. You keep going, JP. Ghost of
0: Tsushima, we also got a launch trailer this week for this game. Now... I've been speculating, you know, whatever your thoughts on The Last of Us Part 2 are, if you don't think it's Game of the Year worthy, the big question is, okay, well, if not The Last of Us Part 2, what else really could be considered a contender?
1: Paper Mario and the Origami King. Yes,
0: Hell No, but for real though. <laughs> not that I'm yeah. not looking forward to Paper Mario and that I'm definitely getting that game as soon as it drops. I'm drives. not
1: crying, just keep
2: going.
0: You're crying. Animal Crossing wins game of the year.
2: <laughs> oh God, I hope not.
1: <laughs> well, okay. Can we just talk about that thing has brought people through. thick and thin thanks to code. If it wasn't for Animal Crossing, all right, people might be going a little bit crazier. All right, sorry.
2: I, 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 I chalk it up to doom. I chalk it
1: up to doom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So anyway, back to Ghost of Tsushima. This has been an anticipated game for a while. We finally got a launch trailer um, only a few days before its actual release because we're getting it this Friday, which is going to be what? The 17th of June or the 17th of July at that point. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I still thought it was June. So, yeah. Holy crap. Time's flying.
0: Time is flying indeed. Um, So let's talk a little bit about the trailer. First of all, it launches this Friday. Now, what is Ghost of Tsushima? Well, once again, we'll link the trailer to the Twitter page. But essentially, and I'm looking at the script for Zach. Now, tell me this doesn't get you excited. Dark Souls Samurai meets The Legend of Zelda and The Witcher open world mechanics. Mix that in with a little bit of sneaking mechanics, some badass samurai, and a little bit of blood and gore. I think you've got a hit.
1: Yeah, JP, I'm coming over. I, I gotta see this game. It, it sounds amazing,
0: Zach. This honest to God sounds like your your kind of game. A cool story, sweet samurai speaking. You know, just oh, blood and all. The, just ugh.
1: oh, you do know I love my samurais that can speak. <laughs> <laughs> You no, know, JP can't. JP, <laughs> you want to go to bed, don't you, buddy? <laughs> oh, it's just right
0: there calling
1: my name. You're Sorry. not getting your vacation, you son of a bitch. Get back in that cave and work. <laughs> <laughs> what is the what is the little uh, TikTok thing right now? I'm too tired, Grandpa. Well, that's too damn bad. I'm tired of this, Grandpa. That's it. Alright, so let's.
0: Let's go down a few of the points of the trailer. First of all, the looks. I mean, I don't even know. We got to come up with another word besides gorgeous because. <laughs> <the> wicked <laughs> shiny. Wicked shiny. How did I forget about the term we coined? I mean, every time I think I see the best of a video game and, like, yeah, it doesn't get any better than this, something else comes along that blows it out of the water almost every time.
1: It's good looking, could be handsome
0: could be lovely. It's, it's handsome. This game is very handsome. It's <laughs> booty-full, as in full of the booty. Oh my bodacious.
1: god. This game is thick. <laughs> oh, you got podacious samurais? <laughs>
0: bodacious samurais. No, but I mean it. I really do mean it, though. This is another just gorgeous looking game, and I feel like it's gonna have a little bit to offer to everybody, but no more than especially the people who like to just, like, really take in the world when they're playing a video game. What really stands out to me because the scene, the trailer kind of jumps between scenes. First of all, I mean, most of it's at night when he's, you know, murdering people and killing people and all that fun stuff but there's one little scene where he's just running through a field of flowers and that looks beautiful. Like the colors are really popping out at you and, you know, the way that the wind's moving everything around, it's kind of giving me some Shadow of the Colossus type vibes, which the remake for that blew my mind how good that game
2: looks that's kind of the vibes i'm getting from how this game looks you know whenever i think of samurai i always think of frolicking through flowers
0: me too i'm glad i'm not the only one
1: (laughs) this game definitely seems like a a cinematic experience you just want to bust out your 4k tv hook up your ps4 pro and um (laughs) <laughs> turn off the lights and then like blow up the sound system and just fucking play man this game just yeah it looks like a, an experience and then some I am excited to the roofs through, through, through the roof eye I, I don't know I can't speak either the roofie. <laughs> <laughs> JP you're contagious <laughs>
0: honestly besides that i mean the trailer itself is only 54 seconds long so you know we're not getting many story aspects we get a little bit of game mechanics it's definitely gonna have a bunch of sneaking mechanics which is just another reason why zar can't play this game because he cannot do stealth
2: yeah no i couldn't make it through the tutorial
0: <laughs> but i mean like the other game that i would compare it to is like the way that you see him client the gentleman The nice gentleman that you're playing as in this game. It looks like he has quite a few climbing mechanics and like, you know, maneuverability, which kind of reminds me of Assassin's Creed. So put that in the mix too. Dark Souls meets Assassin's Creed meets The Witcher. Like what? Sign me up.
2: That sounds like the most incredible game ever made. It sounds like the most fun game I could never play. (laughs) (laughs) Because on the (coughs) PlayStation... (laughs) Yeah.
1: <coughs>
0: Mark that up for PlayStation, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Animal
2: Crossing win Game of the Year. Zor, <laughs> has Xbox made any games this year? Uh, I mean, we have Doom, but it's multi-platform,
1: <laughs> So that it's not just your game. The Switch has Doom. <laughs> <laughs> they, really, they really haven't
2: done anything this year. The Switch has Doom. <laughs> The only game I have bought for Xbox this year was the Kingdom Hearts Remix. When you walk um, away. No I haven't, honestly, guys, I haven't touched my Xbox in a couple months, and I'm
1: kind of sad. Oh, man, you're just writing the script for JP, aren't you? <laughs> um, so with that, any final thoughts? I've got, I've got, a, big,
0: I've got a big grin on my face. <laughs> my final thoughts are i wish we got a little bit more of the story of what the heck is going on out of this trailer but one they released another trailer quite a while ago that was more based on like story rather than gameplay and scenery so we got a good mix there and my other thoughts are how crazy is it that they're just dropping this just like not even a week four days before
2: the game comes out like what that's a bold statement cotton let's see if it pays off (laughs) yeah
0: that's nuts that is and not even by the time this episode drops, it's going to be two days. So sorry, wallet, but it's going to be a rough couple of months, buddy. <laughs> it's going to be a rough <laughs> month, buddy. We've got Ghost of Tsushima. Paper Mario comes out, what, mid-August?
1: Uh, Paper Mario comes out Friday too, JP.
0: Oh, God. no. no. no.
1: <laughs> My poor wallet. It's a double whammy.
0: My wallet. Czar. I was supposed to get a nice suit for Czar's wedding. Can I just come? I don't know. I gave you money
2: for that PC part.
0: (laughs) I'll, I don't know. I'll find something good at Goodwill. (laughs) My brother
2: found a shark costume there the other day. Um, Can I wear the shark costume? Oh my God. If you're left shark, I will love you forever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Bring back
0: left shark. So yeah. As I said before, if you want a game that I, in my opinion, before it even launches, I'm gonna call could compete with The Last of Us Part II and for, you know, Final Fantasy VII Remake for game of the year. If this even has a little bit better of a story than The Last of Us Part Two, it's gonna win because people already hate that game for whatever reason. We already talked about it. We already talked about it. I'm putting it <laughs> to bed. One of you should slap me now before I get going. There should be just a slap JP button. So, yeah, those are my final thoughts is that this is going to be another incredible game. Can't wait to play it. Can't wait to invite you boys over so that you can see my glorious PlayStation and maybe even my PC. Have I told you guys about my PC? No, you
1: haven't. Please do.
2: Oh, you guys just wait. Zara, how's your PC? <laughs> it's in a box and shipping from Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland? I don't know why you put some stank on Cleveland. What did Cleveland do to you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just salty because my PC isn't here. I've been looking out the window all day. <laughs> it's like a puppy waiting for their owner to return. Can our thumbnail
1: are looking out a window.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm done with Ghost of Tsushima. Zach, you haven't done a whole lot of talking this episode. You want to talk about what we're doing next? Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Guys, have you guys heard of that
1: new game by uh, League of Legends creator Riot Games?
0: Are you talking about the game that's been sweeping the nation and making everyone super excited? You're damn right. Hello Kitty Island Adventures dropping tomorrow. No, we're talking about something else.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we are. We're talking about Valorant. Oh, yeah, that was my second guess. Basically, a CSGO meets Overwatch, kinda. But it's mainly CSGO, but with abilities. Okay, anyway, Valorant is a super fun game. It is free to play, so you can literally just go download it now, and you'll be good to play it. It is a super competitive game, and um, guys, they finally released skins for it. Oh, boy, now I'm excited. They got skins for Valorant. They got skins. Anyone want to guess how much a skin costs without looking at the script? Or did you guys already look? I mean, uh, just just for
0: one skin, like one outfit for your character, it can't be more than like a few bucks an outfit.
1: Yeah, you know, that's funny. So Riot is notorious for having overpriced skins in League of Legends. And um, they decided, fuck that, we're going to try even harder now. And so the first epic skin to come... Um, sorry, it's Ultra Skin. The first Ultra Skin... Um, to come to Valorant, is starting for about just a measly $100. What? No. For a skin? Oh, for my skin.
2: God. That must be the best, most shiniest skin there ever was.
1: That
0: No, you're not kidding. That skin better cure cancer. <laughs> for, it does uh, your taxes,
1: too, JP.
2: You better have diamond bedazzle all over your butt.
1: All right, so... um. Yeah, it is, it's a pretty out there skin. Like you get, um, do you guys know who Deathwing is from the Warcraft? Nope. No. <laughs> so it's basically this black dragon, the black dragon's got like cracks over its body and there's like fire coming out of it. And it basically puts that like little dragon buddy on your guns. I think it's like five guns get this like really cool dragon skin. And then you get like a little dragon pin on it. And yeah, so you'll get all that for the low price of about $500 and you get a banner what or you could buy a whole new console where did they get off charging that money much, much money for a skin so it's funny that you said it so there are different types of skins they have the five tiers there is select deluxe premium ultra and ultra is the highest but there's also exclusive so it's just like a seasonal like a christmas event or whatever okay and so ultra obviously being at the hundred dollar price tag is the most expensive um, and yeah, if you want to get the full skin, so you could buy it piece by piece. So if you just want the pistol skin, it's like 25 bucks or 20 bucks. And so, yeah, I think I described it pretty well. The coolest thing about the skin, I don't know if you guys got to see it, but it like the dragon literally pops off the gun and like grabs the magazine from you to reload. And it looks super cool. And the bullets kind of changed like a fiery thing. It's pretty sick.
0: Look, I- I'm not going to say that the skin's not cool. Is it worth a hundred
2: dollars? Yeah, that's, you can't justify a cosmetic for a free game for A three-digit price tag.
0: Especially, like, I know Valorant has been picking up a ton of traction, and it's honestly already gotten a really big following. Like, people have been asking me left and right to download it, and I finally caved yesterday, actually, but
2: come on, man. (laughs) I honestly just heard of this game... Today, when I was looking up the Far Cry 6 trailer, because Valorant popped up as the ad.
1: <laughs> OK, so so I do want to kind of throw us in comparison right and compare us right now from a PC gamer magazine. There are CS go skins. And that's kind of what Valorant is competing with. Um, the average price of a CSGO skin is about $79.14. Oh, my God. So that's kind of the market of where these games are at. And sorry, I said PC Gamer Magazine. This is actually coming from BlakePorterNero.com. And um, I don't know who says it. Let's see. Oh, this is by Blake Porter. Okay. He literally has a website named after him. Go him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that is pretty crazy to think about, but in retrospect for like what it's competing with, that's not the most asinine price because some of those skins can go for even higher than that.
2: Can we do a full hour-long rant episode of how the hell video games turned into a damn Prada store? <laughs> like, when did my video game experience go out into shopping malls? Like, I, I don't want to buy skins. I don't want to play the game. If you don't look pretty, are you
1: even winning, Zar? Skins equals wins. Skins equals wins! If skins you paint <laughs> you
2: yourself red, obviously you're going to go faster and shoot faster faster. faster than
1: everyone else, but that's beside the point. It's concept as old as time. You got it, son.
0: (laughs) Skins equals wins. Okay. I mean, I think people are able to justify it a little bit more since it's a free game, but that's how they get you in my opinion. I used to have a roommate who was obsessed with Fortnite, played it so much and, you know, bought the skins and did all that and legitimately told me by, you know, by the end of his experience, there's no doubt in his mind. He didn't spend at least seven to eight hundred dollars.
2: Good lord! On a free game?
0: On a free game, but that's how they can justify it. It's like, well, I got the game for free. Now I can, you know, get some skins, and that's how they get you.
1: That's the thing is, you don't need to buy it. This is just people. You need to, you need to control your impulses here. You got you can't just go and buy a hundred dollars skin unless you have a little superfluous cash flow and you really want to.
2: I mean, I I am all for one for supporting free games. I I have bought things in Pokemon Go, uh, mainly because I need incubators, but also to... Don't we all? Don't we all? (laughs) But also to support the game. But I cannot, in my mind, justify spending $700 on a free game. Looking back, could have bought a whole new console to play many games. That's that's the...
0: Yeah, that's the PlayStation five and a lot of the accessories that they were advertising, like the charger and the headset and the remote. That's probably seven to eight hundred dollars worth of stuff right there. And they spent some people spend that making their characters look slightly prettier.
1: All right. So we kind of went off on a tangent here and I I love the tangent because you guys are hilarious. Um, (laughs) We are the Elder Flame skin. It's $100 to get the full like the full skin for like five guns and like the pens and the banner and all that cool stuff to look cool. But guys, guess what? There's more. If you buy the battle pass, you can get different skin colors of your skin. So if you don't like the red and black dragon that I was describing, what about a pink dragon? Uh. Huh? <laughs> Have I sold you yet? You're just going to buy the battle pass.
0: Well, I didn't know it was pink. Sign my ass <laughs> up. <laughs> Tell me it comes in purple.
1: Guys, this is the next thing that I got confused about. I was looking this up, trying to research it. And, like, I'm playing this with five of my buddies. And we're all, like, I have no idea how this currency, like, correlates. Like, this shit is confusing. (laughs) Some people probably don't know how much money they spend in this game. Because, like, there's like Valor points to buy the skin. It's VP. I don't know what the VP stands for. I thought it was Valor points. I finally mixed that with something else. And then there's these Radionite points that you unlock through the battle pass that's different than your VP that you spend with real money. Do you guys follow in that? This sounds like a huge scam. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this sounds like stealing my money with extra steps. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <It> does, yeah, <laughs> extra steps. <laughs> it doesn't make you put in your credit card, but sure it looks good if you do. <laughs> yeah, no joke. No
0: joke. Well, that's interesting. And now I feel slightly better about my life choices. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we all are kind of thinking this is pretty outrageous. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, you're damn right we do. I will let you know I played the game a little bit for this episode, and there was about two people with no, this skin.
0: that? <laughs> no,
1: <didn't> there <laughs> actually are <laughs> people buying this thing. And I'm like sitting here like, this guy was trash, but God, did he look good dying? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alright. God, no, this this slaps the immediate and hard no button for me. Like don't
1: do this, people. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we've been loading on this one just like Zara's computer. Are you guys ready to move on? Hey. Yep. (laughs) Get it? Cause your computer's slow. Mine's fast. Oh, my PC is fast. I have a nice, fast PC. What about you, Zach? My, mine's fast. Zara, I hear yours is kind of... Just wait till mine <laughs> runs
2: circles around your guys's. guys'.
0: <laughs> we are having a build party for Zara's PC on Friday. I'm really excited for that. Picks to come. Picks to come. All right. There is only one thing left to do for today, guys, and it's talk about the upcoming game releases, including one game that we really want to hype up. So... Who wants to take him on?
1: Strap on in. First up is Bounty Battle. It's coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch on July 16th. If Bounty Battle isn't your cup of tea, try Hunting Simulator 2. Hunting Simulator (laughs) 2. That's coming to PC on July 16th. You know
0: what's hysterical about that? That means there was a Hunting Simulator (laughs) 1.
1: I'm sure there's a ton of people who love those hunting scenes, man. Oh, I hunting loved
2: Cabela's hunting games back in the day. See?
1: This is just off-brand Cabela's, I bet. <laughs> After that is Never Song coming to the PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch on July 16th. Then there's Radical Rabbit Stew coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch on July 16th. What? Have you guys heard of Radical Rabbit Stew? No. <laughs> no? We'll try saying it five times fast.
0: Radical Rabbits do, radical rabbits do, radical rabbits
2: do, radical rabbits do, radical rabbits do. I can't even say ghosts of Tsushima. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: you can't even read. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, not gonna lie, this rock rabbit stew looks pretty cute. You're a hair-raising action arcade game, guys. Neat. Anyway, that's not our hype up game. Sorry, I just got ahead of myself. No, after no, you that, got excited. You got excited. I get it. After that is super hot. Mind control delete coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One on July 16th. Then we have Drake Hollow coming to PC and Xbox One on July 17th. Okay, now that's an Xbox exclusive. Have you heard of Drake Hollow? No, and that's the
2: problem. <laughs> <laughs> Zarr? Is it like a, a sequel to Drake and the 99 Dragons? Because that game was awful in an Xbox original.
1: Woof. So you're really bad at hyping up the Xbox, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, but they're not helping me. <laughs> you're not helping them. It's a two-way street, buddy. Well, then we're just kind of a car accident. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next up is Ghost of Tsushima, which is coming to the PlayStation 4 on July 17th.
0: I couldn't hear you, Zach. (laughs)
1: PlayStation 4. (laughs) Next up is Paper Mario the Origami King coming only to the Nintendo Switch. Woo! Did you guys hear that one okay? It's coming out (laughs) July 17th. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, yeah, so only only one really good game coming out on July 17th. If you guys heard that. Okay. <laughs> I'll agree with that. Eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Into the Radius is coming to PC on July 20th. Very nice. Ooh. Rock of Ages 3, Make and Break coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and Google Stadia on July 21st. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: A sound that we were gonna use every time we mentioned the Google Stadium.
1: That's one use this month, guys. <laughs> <laughs> After that is carry on, c- carry on on. PC, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, July 23rd. Then there's Dying Light raid DLC coming to P- coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One on July 23rd.
2: That's actually really cool. We're not hyping up that for this week, but it is. I would like to mention that it is really interesting because this is the first Dying Light DLC that has come out in quite a few years.
0: That's what I was thinking. It's been years. It's been years since they paid any attention to this game.
2: They announced a sequel quite a few years back, but that kind of got derailed. So they've been really focusing on Dying Light and they've added some patches and some new skins and weapons and such. But this is the first official DLC that has come out in quite a few years. We'll have to download it and give it a try. Definitely.
1: And finally, we have Roki coming to PC on July 23rd. Hooray right for PCs. Hooray for PCs. Hype up. Our one game, that one game this week is what, Zar?
2: Paper Mario and the Origami King.
1: Yeah, so guys, what is your Paper Mario experience? What have you guys played before?
0: Not all of them, not all of them. I played Thousand Year Door, um... And in fact, no, that's it, I played Thousand Year Door. Hey,
1: that's better than me, I played none.
2: To be fair, what's Zar, you are our expert, what have you played?
1: I have played all
2: of them. I have beaten uh, the original Paper Mario in the N64 and Paper Mario and Thousand Year Door dozens of times. I could never get through Super Paper Mario, never beat it. I came very, very close but just kind of gave up on it because it's just, it's not great. Ah, uh, you got a bad case
0: of the JPs, huh? Where you get really close to beating a game and then just don't.
2: Well, I just had no no drive. They just changed up the game so much that it just derailed it from the original Paper Mario RPG that it was supposed to be. And I, I didn't like it. It was really gimmicky, but I'm really excited for this game because it looks like they're coming back to their roots.
1: Right. It, it does. And I, I think that's kind of funny that you said that because each Paper Mario has kind of gotten progressively Worse, almost I want to say, and that's not to knock them, but it's funny because they got it like they had their own audience. They had Paper Mario, which was really good. Paper Mario: Thousand Year Door, which people have regarded as the best one, and then it's kind of gone downhill since. They had. Paper Mario Sticker Star, which everyone hates. If you if you say anything different, they get really mad at you, so be careful there.
2: I did not actually play that one. That was for the DS, wasn't it? I think it was the 3DS, but yes. 3DS, yeah, I did not play that.
1: And then there was Paper Mario Color Splash, which I know you didn't play Zara because no, no. one had a Wii U but me. <laughs> it's, true <not. laughs> it's true. There was one Wii U sold in the entire world, and it went to Zach. <laughs> it was fun. All right. I was the only one who could play Smash Bros. with people. It was great. Um... And so it's kind of weird how they knock their audience away from because they keep trying new gimmicks. And it's like, if it ain't broke, why are you trying to fix it? Which is odd because Paper Mario
0: in itself is a gimmick. And I say that with as much love as I can, because just because it's a gimmick doesn't mean it's bad. Paper Mario is a very, very beloved franchise, which is why I'm hoping with the Origami King, they really get back to their roots of what made Paper Mario great in the first place, which is a good story. Um, An amazing, colorful art style
2: and, you know, the fun
0: RPG aspects of
2: it. Oh, yeah. I mean, this game, 100 percent gimmick. You can't be paper and turn into a paper airplane and be taken seriously as the franchise. (laughs) But it is a lot of fun. And for all of its gimmicks, that is what has solidified it in gaming history and they got rid of most of the RPG aspects. And so if they bring those back, this game will probably be a fantastic
1: hit. So I'm gonna give you guys a quick synopsis of the story and kind of get your thoughts. The kingdom has been ravaged by an origami menace. Join Mario and his partner, Olivia, as they team up with unlikely allies in Bowser Bowser and the Toads to battle evil folded soldiers. I think it sounds very cool. Um, So you travel around the world, You're the, you know, the fabled hero, hero, you're Mario, and you want to go get the MacGuffins. Sounds like a pretty good RPG, right? The MacGuffins! (laughs) Um, It's coming exclusively to the Nintendo Switch, because, you know, Mario. Um, Czar, have you seen the puzzle-based combat system? I haven't really
2: seen a lot into this game, and I feel really unprofessional here, because I'm gonna buy it day one, so I totally should look into it.
0: (laughs) oh it's just your job to review video games well why is that <laughs>
1: nintendo's got you by the nostalgia though so it's all right right you're gonna buy it anyway fair enough
0: to be fair nintendo doesn't have a reason to make me believe that they would messed this up so far i mean every franchise that they've put back onto the switch i have not been disappointed by anything yet you know like fire emblem three houses banger luigi's mansion three banger pokemon
2: sword Eh. But Shield was pretty kick ass. <laughs> was the
0: best one, man. Super Mario Odyssey, banger. Legends of the Breath of the Wild,
2: game of the year. Game of the year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what it's game just did it like- beat
1: on the PS4? What was it called Horizon Zero Dusk? Is that it's it? Horizon Zero Crap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Y'all oh. laugh it up, but the sequel's going to win game of the year.
1: <laughs> no, that's when Breath of Wild 2 is launching, dude. It's going to be <laughs> It's going <gonna be> <laughs> to release the day after just to shit up. <laughs> Horizon <laughs> Zero Dawn. just like, fuck. <laughs> God. They
2: shut down as a company just because they're
1: pissed.
2: Not to gain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Back to my point, though, I have faith that Nintendo's gonna make this good, or at the very least, okay, because, like, there hasn't been a franchise they've bought, brought back, and screwed up too badly yet.
1: Oh, God. Knock
2: on wood, JP. <laughs> <laughs> Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. They brought that game back from two decades and it was like a perfect game.
0: How could I forget? Banger! <laughs>
1: <laughs> guys, I gotta tell you, this is my favorite part. I think this game is charming as all hell. Like, I mean, like the paper thing's been done before. Like the origami twist is pretty neat, but yeah, it's still kind of a gimmick like you guys have been saying. But like, the bosses you fight in this game, listen to this, guys. The fearsome Legion of Stationery stands guard at the end of each streamer. The streamer, you like paper streamers, guys. That's your MacGuffins in this game.
2: Ah, that's a knee slapper.
1: (laughs) Okay. They are tough, but if you find their weak points, you can crumple them in battle. Ah! You literally fight a rubber band man. It's just a, it's just a rubber band man. Like I'm not even kidding. It's not like slaying. You're literally fighting rubber bands. What if it's not even a
0: rubber band man? J just got to the end of the game and they just put a rubber band ball.
1: <laughs> like JP, and then the other boss is some colored pencils. Uh, oh, my arch enemy. <laughs> this game is charming as hell. Like I don't know how they're gonna make that a fight. Well, color me interested.
0: Ah. <laughs> so honest to God, I mean, for the next couple of weeks, it looks like. One minute, I'm going to be destroying my enemies in a samurai-like style and just experiencing pure chaos. And then the other half, I'm going to be playing Ghost of Tsushima. It'll be just <laughs>
2: like when Animal Crossing <laughs> and Doom came out.
0: I know, right? No, it's. I'm serious. I mean, I'm going to have the Origami King for sure. I'll have Ghost of Tsushima for sure. It's going to be a fun, weird little mixture there. Yeah, it's just like the Animal Crossing Doom dilemma.
1: All right, so are all three of us getting it day one? hundred percent. Hell yeah.
0: Hundred and two percent. Jerk. Uh,
1: hundred percent plus infinity.
2: Uh,
0: this is rare. Do you know how rare this is that the three of us are
2: all in unison? Like, yeah, we're getting this game (laughs) too bad. It's not a multiplayer game.
0: Not yet. Who knows? DLC has been coming out for things like this. I bet eventually there's going to be some DLC mode that was poorly implemented.
2: (laughs) Nintendo, if you don't hear anything I say on this podcast, ever just hear this never ever make paper mario multiplayer
1: ever um and also make player three come to the west please (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah right (laughs) right (laughs) okay i think that's it for episode of the game Tea podcast do you guys uh want to wrap this bad boy up guys another fantastic
0: episode Uh, more. I'm very excited about Paper Mario and Ghost of Tsushima because The Last of Us Part 2, even though I liked it, the experience of just people in the game, it put a bad taste in my mouth. So I'm excited to get a little bit of something new in my mouth. I gotta stop saying things in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Some hype with
2: justification. Some hype with justification. Oh, I'm sad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always sad. That's what you get for owning a PlayStation. (laughs)
1: says <laughs> the guy who hasn't touched his xbox in four months <laughs> yeah but i'm on my switch
0: your xbox is just One like One won't us. You look at One me <laughs>
2: okay that's not fair i have used my xbox but only for disney plus i was gonna say for netflix <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i've used it to watch tv you're gonna build that pc buddy and then you're never gonna need that xbox again or the Switch. Damn, I'm scared. My consoles are going to be
1: abandoned. Wait, no, you need the Switch for the exclusives, bro. Well, that's fair. I don't know if you've heard of those before.
0: I use my Switch on my PC through my capture card. It's great. It's awesome. What a time to be alive. <laughs> 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 yeah, no joke. I'm I'm living, boys. <laughs> we live it all right are you ready to wrap this up thank you all so much for listening to another episode of the game tea podcast we will see you in the next episode you just got your game tea bye thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the game tea podcast if you liked what you heard why not follow us on social media you can find us on Twitter at the game tea podcast X. you can find us on Facebook at the game tea podcast and you can find us on Instagram at the game tea podcast.